Welcome to the NLPCourses.com show, where we push past the hype and pull back the velvet curtains of creating a successful life with NLP, neuro-linguistic programming. Diving into physiology, neuroscience and linguistic programming so that NLP becomes a practical tool at home and in your career. Moving beyond the techniques so that you can make a name, make money or make a real difference to people's lives. Tune in weekly if you care more than others. Think wisely as we set out on our quest to uncover the secrets of successful people from all walks of life. Make sure you head over to nlpcourses.com to subscribe and receive our free newsletter and other goodies. Here is your host, NLP Master Trainer, John Cassidy Rice. So you're at a crossroads in your life and people are giving you lots of advice. You even ask for advice and some of it's very good, but yet you do not act upon it. And then somebody goes all mystical on you and says... You have the answers inside you. And you go, well, that's all well and good, but how do I get to them? Hello, my name is John Cassier Rice. I have the pleasure to be your host for this podcast. And this is the very topic we're exploring today. How can we access our deep inner wisdom to pull out answers? And there are many techniques that we could apply. What I'd like to do is introduce one that is very simple, profound, and get constant responses. Although we do need to give it a little bit of a twist. And that simple process is to ask ourselves questions. I know what you're saying. If it was that easy, John, I would have done it already. But here's the thing about questions. We as human beings are designed... To, to answer questions. Now, design is quite a strong word, so, but we are compelled to answer a question, even if we don't really want to know the answer. As long as we've got some form of answer, we're quite happy. Now, this is quite a wonderful thing. When you ask a question, your mind goes searching for the answer. And even if you don't come up with the answer there and then, It goes on processing that question, looking for the answer, in the background at an unconscious level. And then we'll present an answer. And a lot of the time you don't even realise you're answering a question that you asked even months, days or weeks ago. So how can we use that very thought to get a better answer? to pull out deeper information. A, by asking good questions, that makes the difference. And two, by not accepting the first answer that you come up with. Yes, that's right. Do not accept the first answer you come up with. The reason for that is this. Doesn't mean it's the best answer or even the right answer. The brain is looking for an answer, and if it seems plausible, it seems okay, it seems to explain the situation, then it's going to use that. As we know, the unconscious mind works on a principle of least effort. And once you've got an answer, it actually closes down the process and closes down the seeking 
for deeper information. So where did I observe this first? Well, one of the amazing things about coaching is that people do have their own answers. And I've been working with lots of people recently, coaching them on a one-to-one basis. And a lot of times they say to me, just tell me what to do. And I've said, you come to me for coaching. And we've gone through what coaching means. So quick summary. Coaching is non-directive. That the person who is being coached has all the answers. And coaching pulls out those answers from them. Now, there's a lot of people who coach that don't employ that model. And what they're basically doing is becoming consultants. But they use the word coach. Now, when you believe that people have their own answers inside them, it's amazing what they come up with. So part of this is looking for ways of pulling out that information. And if you've done any coaching, you would have come across something called the GROW model, which stands for Goal, Reality, Options, and Way Forward. Now, the options is often what people do is they confine themselves to maybe having one, possibly two options of how they are going to achieve whatever goal they set themselves to. But what is amazing about the process, if you give them the space, the time to dig deeper into their unconscious mind, they have the answers inside themselves. So the normal scenario will go along the lines. I'll ask the question, How many different ways can we come up with for us to achieve this goal? And I'll come up one, two, possibly three and say, that's it. And I say, okay, what else? And they said, there really isn't much else. But if I was to say something, it would be this. And they'll they'll carry on with that three or four more. And they say, well, that's it. I I haven't got any more. And I say, I realize you haven't got any more. If you did, what would they be? And often I get a raised eyebrow at that point, but they carry on and they'll come up with maybe five more ways that they could approach it. And they say, no, that's it. I can't really think of any more. And I'll ask, what else? And I'll come up with three or four more. And often we get to about 20, sometimes 30 different ways that we could approach this goal. And then I say, which one or two of these will we put into action now? And all of them are really good. And I never dismiss anything, no matter how crazy, how ludicrous they may seem. And they normally pick one or two. And it's normally the 18th or 19th answer they've given. And that process is amazing. And it's very, once they picked it, it seems very logical, very straightforward. It seems obvious. And yet they hadn't been doing it. And that was my first kind of clue of being able to use questions to dig in deeper, which is very similar in the way that we elicit values. So if you've ever attended one of our NLP practitioners, we do an exercise where we elicit values. And so values are what's important to you. So we pick an area of somebody's life And we more or less go through the same process as I just explained in the coaching. I sort of say, what do you value about work, for example? And they'll come out with three or four values and say, yeah, that's pretty much it. And I'll say, what else do you value about work? And they come up with another three or four. And I say, 
what else do you value about work? And they come up with another couple. What else do you value about work? And they said, that's really it. And I look at them in silence. I even sometimes raise my eyebrows. I don't know why people will feel the compel, feel compelled to carry on talking when you raise your eyebrows. And then we get about three or four or five more values come out. And then they say, no, that's it. And, and I use my standard question, because I love questions, is, I know that's it, but if there were some more, what would they be? And they come up with some more values, and I say, what else? They come up with some more, and I'm often writing this all down on the flip chart for them. And then I say, no, that's it. And I point at the blank piece on the, on the paper and just indicate that it's blank and it needs to be filled. Not say a word, but just wave my hand down the blank piece of paper, and they give me some more information. And then what we do... We put the values into a hierarchy. So we say, what's number one value, number two value? And let's say we've got about 20, 25 values out on the piece of paper. And often number one, two, and three value come out long after they've said, no, that's it, I can't think of anything else. So if we take that as a principle and go, you know what, that's powerful. If we keep the question alive and ask, what else, what else? Then what happens is people go deeper into their unconscious minds and pull out deeper information. And this is one of the ways that you can answer your own question. So another technique we use is called stepping up and stepping down where we essentially limit the questions that we ask, but we ask them repeatedly. Now, if you're going to use this technique, and I'll give you the questions in a moment, if you are going to use this technique, it's very powerful, it is safe, but you need to frame it with someone. So it's designed to uncover limiting beliefs, i.e. what's holding you back from achieving the goal, and then you connect you to your values. So, you ask, you start off by having somebody state their goal for you. And then you're going to ask them two questions repeatedly. What stops you? And then the next question, what do you want instead? So when you ask what stops you achieving this goal, it uncovers a limiting thought or behavior. What do you want instead of that limiting thought or behavior gives them, turns that limitation into a goal. And then you ask, what stops you? The new goal. Doesn't replace the original goal. This is a goal underneath the original goal. What stops you? This goal. They come up with another limitation. What do you want instead of this limitation? Which turns the limitation back into a goal. And you keep asking that question. I'll often ask those two questions about 20 times. Then I invite them to come back and restate their original goal. Because A, we built a whole lot of awareness around what is stopping somebody by just asking the same questions over and over again. And what happens is they come up with, they go through some resistance often, but they come up with their own insights about what's stopping them. It really is a powerful tool for uncovering people's limitations. And then when we come back to original goal, 
that awareness in itself can actually shift the limitations. If nothing else, it can give you clues of what NLP techniques you could then apply to overcome those limitations. But it often shifts the original goal into a new sentence, a new phrasing. And then we're going to step up. At this time, we're getting advanced. We're going to just use one question. Not two questions, not three questions. No, just one question. Having achieved that goal, what will it do for you? And we keep asking that one question over and over again. And what we notice here is when we were what I call stepping down, asking what stops you, that comes up with kind of detailed information. As we step up, we're actually getting closer to values. Values are things that drive people. So the answers start to become more abstract. So having achieved this goal, what will it do for you? Often it leads to places like gives me purpose, gives me fulfillment, gives me happiness, which are all values which drive the behavior. It's an amazing technique. But the principle is this. Taking one or two questions and not being satisfied with the answer that is first given. Because you, like we said, you shut down that processing. So if we can keep the question alive, we can pull out deeper information from ourselves. Even create new thinking. The new thinking comes around what other questions you're asking over and over again or saying what else. So think of the questions we covered already. So from the coaching questions, we've had things like tell me different ways we could approach achieving this goal. We've also had what stops you. What do you want instead of that stopping you? We've also had, having achieved that, what will it do for you? But when you think about a question that you want to play with, you can keep asking the same question and expect different answers, and your brain will keep coming up with different answers. Yes, you may struggle, and I've indicated that there will be some struggle, and that's often a little bit of resistance when the unconscious mind going, do you really want to know the answer? So let's have a play with some questions. I'm going to give you some questions. And what I'd like you to do is email me at john at nlpcourses.com with what happened. So a couple of questions for you to play with. What are some new possibilities for my life? What if I took action on this goal? What would happen if I became a, and fill in the blank, if I became a millionaire, if I became a top musician, if I became an artist? And explore those and keep asking those, not be satisfied, at least come up with 20 answers for each of those questions. So have some fun. The question I have for you is, what are you going to do today that will make a difference to your life and the life of others around you? 
And as you start to process that and come up with multiple answers for that, I wish you well and look forward to seeing you soon. Take care. Keep in touch. Thanks for tuning in. You were just listening to the NLPCourses.com podcast show. If you enjoyed the show, please leave a review on iTunes and make sure to head over to NLPCourses.com to subscribe to our newsletter. This will ensure you are kept fully up to date on the latest in-depth NLP topics of interest. Stay tuned for upcoming episodes on neuro-linguistic programming and beyond.